Who is the Antichrist? Do you have the answer to that question? If so, maybe you should be recording this episode. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. And we jump right into it, don't we? Just headlong. Oh, all of the people, the algorithms when they are interpreting our video already and transcribing it into yep. the internets. Internet. And the word antichrist has already been used Bzz. twice. All of the religious people are coming out of the woodwork and saying, Here we go. Yeah. Maybe all of the scholars, all those experts will watch us. These dudes from Canada, you're about to hear East Coast. They're cracking the case, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, this will be the episode. Uh, Jordan Peterson tells the story of when he went viral you know, for the very first time when he woke up, checked his YouTube account. It was like um, 1.6 million views <sighs> overnight. <laughs> <laughs> what does that feel like at that moment? I don't know what it feels like. I we I guess we're not there yet, but this is the episode. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, this is and, uh, okay. Pastor Daniel McKillop cracked the code for the Antichrist, yep. <laughs> and yes. we're all gone, and everybody's watching this video years from now. Yeah, when you see this video, we're not here. That's right, and we were right. Whatever we're going to say, <laughs> we were right. It's kind of like the, what was it, the David Koresh and those cult. That was before my time. Leaders that record those videos you know when you're watching this oh yeah yeah we're already gone yeah Yeah. the guys that drank the kool-aid all this stuff jim jones yeah that was also before my time well mine too (laughs) we're not here posturing for who's the youngest on this show i'm just Googling who Jim Jones was. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. No, no. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who Jim Jones is. All right. All right, cool. What's the date? Yeah. What's the date on the Jim Jones fiasco? Uh, while looks you're like looking? 1978. See? Yes! <laughs> Why do you One year before my time. Oh, okay. <laughs> One year. Wow, he got excited. Well, I died. You narrowly missed Jim. I am a prophet. <laughs> Back to the script. Yes. Woo! Five-star Apple Podcast Review. That's the title. Woo! I don't know if they said it like that, but I'm saying it like that. Woo! Wow. This podcast is amazing. Making people think about a lot of things. We sweep under the rug. Great message on finances recently, and that's from Steve Stir on Apple Podcasts. Amen to Steve. The reviews from our money episode are, are, I have to read this because the title is the money symbol. I made it all in caps and it says, Kingdom Speak is that one podcast that covers all the things you hope your favorite podcast won't cover. (laughs) All jokes aside, I love this podcast. 10 on 10 would recommend to any person who wants deeper understanding on simple life Aspects, and that is from Platypus. Have Thank you ever you. said amen platypus. to a platypus? To a platypus. <laughs> there we will. Amen. 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 Get a 
And one more. Oh no, they gotta give me room here. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, look. Okay, we have a we have a. This is a first review. Yeah, look this at is that. A first. Look at that. Right here. That's fan mail. Not not a digital review, a physical review. Thank you very much. I appreciate you all at Kingdom Speak, mm-hmm. Pastor Daniel McKillop. You have helped so many of us take our walk with God to another level. Keep going. May this check this out. May this gift card Ooh, be what? of a little use. Oh, Jeremy okay. Johnson, Johnson, San Jose, California, and there's a Best Buy gift card. Let's say amen to Bro, that. Bro, you better say amen. How about it. Come on. Amen. Amens are flying. That's, That's what, what I'm talking ep- about. That's what the money episode is for right there. The money episode, the money hey. right? The money showed up. Yeah. It's almost like when you talk about We're going to use it to buy a new motor for our, yeah, our slider. Slider, slider that's not working exactly. right now. So there you go. She kicked the bucket. It's the will of God. Sending out a prayer request for our slider cam. It's uh, on the blink. <clears throat> Maybe we shouldn't have bought the cheapest one on Amazon. Yeah. Just going to throw that if out you there, are producer a, Randy. Uh, slider. <clears throat> if you are a slider repairman, uh, hit me up. <laughs> Uh, we'll get this fixed. <sighs> you know, we got uh, we had another recommend on Facebook that can do that as well. Okay, let's hear it. So, I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Mm-hmm. This is solid apostolic content, which mm-hmm. is what we need. I'm a student pastor of a group of young people who devour content daily, and I'm recommending Kingdom Speak to them and also my peers Thank you for the great conversation, posing great questions, and overall, a great podcast. I have been playing catch-up and have nearly finished episode 278. Which one is it? I don't know know off the top of my head. (sighs) Eat that frog. Eat that frog. Okay. I'm a a graduated ACE student, by the way. You told us to shout out. I did ACE from grades 1 to 12. Keep it up and God bless. And that's from Eric Barkley. Eric, on we Facebook. will say amen to you as well. Thank you very much. Can I get an amen? Amen! Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah! He should have that's signed great. it Pajmikwe. Oh. ACE died in the wool guy. Yes. Wags. Pudge. I didn't make it that far. Also way above his head. Oh, no, grade, grade 2, I believe. Yeah. So do you remember Wags? Yep. Ace. So yep. you do. Christy. There was a Christy. Yes. Was there? Yeah. Yep. Ace, Wags, Let's, Pudge. I remember Pudge. I don't know the rest of them. I think we all could associate with Pudge. Yeah. Pudge was us. One, I, one of the fam. I forget the storyline, though. I just... Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, we're back, and uh, as you can guess by the intro, we're going to... We're going in. We're going deep today. Who do you think the Antichrist is? So, yeah, I guess we should title this something like Who is the Antichrist or something for clickbait, right? It needs to be. So when people are flicking doom scrolling, as they say, and they just see that, whoa, who is Antichrist? I should click on that. Or just Antichrist found. I don't know. I love every once in a while this, and this is happening a bit more Mm -hmm. frequently as we continue to get traction. Obviously, the algorithms throw us up in different people's timelines, you Mm -hmm. know. And every once in a while, we'll get a comment like, why are you recommending this video? <laughs> 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 so if, if you make it clickbaitish enough, we might 
Yeah. We might really get into yeah. some. And why do you have to be so negative? Like, yes. why do you have to be so negative? Right. Just, we're these dudes in Eastern Canada making a podcast. We we started this, in, you know, in the pandemic for our church. If you don't like us, just stop watching and mm-hmm. don't comment, right? Yes. Or if you do like us, comment, right? Yes. Like, why do people waste their time being so negative? Yes. Anyways, I'm ranting at this point. Yes. yes, you are. You're being a bit negative. <laughs> Sorry, you lost me there for a minute. I'm back yeah. now. Yeah. So who's some of the um, the men in your short lifetime, Man. producer Randy, that first. have been I'll go first. labeled as the Antichrist? Um, I'm going to go out and say Donald Trump. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I think he's the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe yep. the most recent would be Zelensky. <laughs> no question. Or Putin, right? Yep. Or... Uh, yep. Jared Kushner was too, Kushner. Yep. which the last couple of years has been kind of quiet. But you know they they done the whole deal where his address in New York City was six 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 whatever oh, avenue. Oh, I actually never saw that one. Oh, yes. you didn't. Oh, oh yes. Oh yes. Fulham. Uh, yeah. Jared Kushner. Stalin. You know, going back before our times naturally, but you know these, Gorbachev. 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 Uh, he had the 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 little birthmark thingy on the on the oh, forehead. That was the mark. That was the indicator. That was Absolutely. the mark. Yeah. yeah. Hitler. Yep. Um, yep. One that, um, that that frequents frequently is is found. I think you said when you Googled it. Yep. Is the Pope. Yep. The Pope. You know Number he's one. in he's in town. You know that. He is. He's in Canada. Well, right all now. of us Canadians. Welcome. Is it, welcome yep. to Canada. Well, uh, welcome, Holy Father. Is it Quebec <laughs> or Montreal? Well, he's going all he's over. He's all over. Okay. Yep. yep. I knew, I knew something felt different around here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because you're all into those feelings. Oh, yeah. Be clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got the feelers out. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever talked to anybody? Uh, I've not talked to anybody that's, that's been there, but they've known or spoken with someone, so this is third hand, that have been to see the Pope? Maybe not no, this particular not really. one, but mm-hmm. a Pope. Mm-hmm. And they do describe it as a pretty... Hmm. invigorating experience that people just kind of go crazy. Hmm. I've talked to uh, someone a few years ago who went to the Vatican, did, okay. did the tour. They paid this big fee and went, did all the big tour. And they said when they left, they just kind of felt gross yeah, because it's so opulent. It's so yeah. over the top. Yeah. And then you go back out on the street and you, know, you see somebody laying there and it's like, ah, it's kind of... Mm-hmm. Eh. You know, seems a bit disconnected from the message. Yeah. <laughs> Last week we were in Quebec City and we, we took some friends with us and we went over to the Basilica mm-hmm. in St. Anne de Beaupre. Mm-hmm. And the Pope is going there this week, mm-hmm. actually. So they were scurrying around. Oh, yeah. Washing the floor. Yeah. 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 Mowing yeah. the lawn, planting <laughs> flowers. <laughs> um, and it, it, there's just a feeling to those places, man. There, there definitely is. So, mm-hmm. see, so yeah, I told you. There's a feeling to it. Mm. Sorry, <sighs> yeah. Producer, Producer of feelings is here <laughs> in the building today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to guess that we're going to talk about this and maybe bring up some stuff that you haven't. Yeah. Well, we wanted we wanted to just break it on our show who the Antichrist was today. I hope so, it's not you. Uh, well, let's go. First John, mm-hmm. chapter two, mm-hmm. 
verse number 18. First John 2, 18. Let's go. I was just getting my pin on here. I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, yeah. You're getting your pin on? Just what pin? Not my Antichrist pin. But uh, What are you doing? Check me out. He's throwing his kingdom speak pin on. Well, somebody. A kingdom speak pin. Have you heard? Kingdom speak merch is now alive. I know you have an episode to record, but wow. Kingdomspeak.ca slash merch. Well, oh, look at this. This is not scripted, but I mean, <laughs> it works right now. <laughs> and it's not sweater weather either. <laughs> what is it like the probably second or third hottest day we've had here in Canada? Wowzers. And producer Randy's bringing out the merch. Look at this. Look at this. There. I feel more comfortable now. Come on, somebody. If you've watched our recent episode. I've got a cup. Church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually probably could have planned this better, but yeah, let's talk about merch quickly. So if you've uh, watched our recent Church Fails episode and seen some more of our merch, um, get on our website uh, and a huge shout out to Madam Graphics who uh, helped us get that site up and rolling. Another great apostolic uh, content creator and business. And yeah, they have uh, got our merch site rolling. You can jump online. There's everything imaginable from socks to neckties to lapel pins, caps, sweaters. Uh, We're in the design phase of a new hoodie as we speak. Uh, So we'll have that for back to school this fall. Uh, Backpacks. What else is there? Uh, coffee mugs, naturally. We've sold coffee mugs for a while. There's a aren't you doing? Speaker. Aren't, yeah. Yeah, we're going to need to do giveaway on that. We've said that for a few weeks, but yeah. we need to get it. Aren't our you key. looking at some uh, candles or something? Candles, yes. It's on. It's in the works. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of crazy stuff on there. Awesome. Anything over $75 is free shipping. Oh, so really? naturally, you should buy stuff over 75 bucks. Um, I think below that is fifteen dollars shipping. So if you get if you grab a sweater, um, you can probably get. I mean, we gave away socks when you weren't here. We're not doing that anymore. I noticed that. Uh, but yeah, we can't really give stuff away when he's here, guys. Maybe wait till he goes away again, and we'll give away a bunch. Yeah, of we merch. missed we missed that last yeah, so week. So send me on another trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, something else to note too is all of our pricing is in CAD. Yeah. Canadian dollars. Yeah. So it's an instant discount what? for American oh. friends. So everybody yes. from America. So like America. basically 75 Canadian converts to about $4.20 US. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. So go get it. Get your free shipping. <laughs> Check it out. Kingdomspeak.ca slash merch and grab yourself some Kingdom Speaker garb. All right. Absolutely. Let's get back at it. First John 2 and 18. Little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard. And we should get an amen on that. That. It is the last time. Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. So he lets us know that it is the last time. Mm-hmm. Because you've heard that antichrist shall come. Right. And then he says, even now. Are there many antichrists? And then it is by this fact that we know it is the last time. Okay. 
Continue. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. So here's here's something that we'll, we'll get into maybe a bit more in a moment. But they went out from us because they were not of us. But when you would have looked at them in the group photo of us and them together, you'd have had a hard time to pick up that they were not us. Mm -hmm. It took them going out from us to manifest that they were not of us. Okay, That is why there's, there's discussion that needs to be had about deception. Uh, about familiar spirits, right? Okay. the The devil himself masquerades as an angel of light, so yeah. you're not going to see him running around with a pitchfork yeah. and 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 a, and a pointed tail. He's going to look like what you think an angel of light would look like. Mm -hmm. Okay? So they went out from us that it would be made manifest that they were not of us. Verse 20. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all oh, things. Oh, God. What I a have, verse. I have not written unto you because ye know not the truth, but because ye know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father, but he that acknowledgeth the Son hath the Father also. All right, so this, this, is, this is being set up to introduce that there is an Antichrist that shall come, but that we are dealing with many Antichrists. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. The context now is to go back to verse 15 that sets it up. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Mm -hmm. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof... But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Mm -hmm. Then he launches into, it is the last time. Yeah, that's right. And the Antichrist shall come. And, and behold, there are many Antichrists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay? So the admonition that John is giving here is that we do not love the world. Mm -hmm. Which seems to contradict John 3.16. If I may just point that out. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Then there's that. <laughs> yes. So well, God that, so loved the world. That, yeah. So I think it's it, it's important that you have a proper understanding mm -hmm. of, of of what is being referred to here. I do not believe that John is cautioning us against um, appreciating God's creation. Um, and, right. And, 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 right. You know, you're not supposed to love mm -hmm. the Amazon River mm -hmm. and the Sequoia Redwoods mm -hmm. in California. 
nor do I believe when Jesus is saying that he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Mm -hmm. That that he was coming and dying for Mount Rushmore. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So there is varying interpretations of what it is. For God so loved the world, the men and women of the world that he gave himself, mm-hmm. okay? But when we are being admonished that we are not to love the world, he is not telling us not to love the souls in the world mm-hmm. and those that are lost and dying because clearly that is our responsibility to reach them with the gospel. Mm-hmm. Rather, he is saying there is a worldly system mm-hmm. that is driven by lust that we are not to love that because if you love that, the love of the Father is not in you. You cannot love the world, its systems, its ideologies, mm-hmm. and love the Father at the same time. So its system of beliefs, its philosophies, ideologies are carnal, and they rebel against the very ordinances hmm. of who God is. That makes sense. Yep. Okay. So that is why you read that we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Mm-hmm. The world crucified Jesus Christ. That system. Okay? He came to die for them, mm-hmm. but they crucified him. We cannot enter into a relationship with him. That worldly system is anti-Christ. There's no greater proof of this than looking at Calvary itself. Mm-hmm. The world is anti-Christ. Okay? So when we look for examples in scriptures, in scripture, rather, there is an interesting one in the book of Genesis, and, and this, is, this is not insignificant, that the majority close to half of the book of Genesis is taken up with the stories of two different men, Abraham and Jacob. And both of them exemplified the pilgrimage of God's people Mm -hmm. through this worldly system. Okay? Yes, you're saying this is great people to look at for an example of how to function. Absolutely. In the world, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so here's, here's something interesting that Abraham had as he sojourned through the world. And that was he built an altar and he slept in tents. Hmm. He refused. This, this, this is the attitude that he had towards the world that he was in. He refused to get too connected to it. Hmm. I don't want to be so connected to the world that I am in but not of that mm. I lose the focus on the world that I am of, but not in. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> right? When you start thinking this way, boy, I sure hope the rapture doesn't take place before. No, the supreme, the supreme priority in every, in every, in every child of God's life needs to be the, the moment that there is a reunification with us 
and the one who made us. Okay? So Abraham it's very good. Mm-hmm. was a sojourner in a world. Listen, quite a contrast with Cain. Yeah. Who Cain is really the forefather of many of the systems and 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 ultimately in his downline the cities of mm-hmm. of this world and its systems. Okay? Abraham was a sojourner. Cain was a vagabond. Mm-hmm. Cain had his eyes on this world mm-hmm. and was always searching for some place to fit in. Abraham sojourned through the world. To an, to an observer, it would appear like they both mm-hmm. were just transient individuals, but their destinations and their desires were entirely different. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's very similar. There you go again. It's very they went out from us because they were not right, of us. Right. So if you looked at them both quickly, Abe and Cain. Yes. I mean, they both covered a lot of ground. Yes. Um, but one guy's the vagabond. Abraham yes. was definitely not a vagabond. <laughs> right. He had a purpose to why he was doing what he was doing. And so he was walking here, but he was looking somewhere else. Right. Mm. He was looking for a city that hath foundations, whose builder and maker was God. Yep. Cain, in contrast, was both walking and looking here. And so the child of God may not be any more settled than the driven individual who is so so racked with and, and riddled with the effects of his sin like Cain was, but we're looking at things entirely different. We've got our eyes on a heavenly destination, okay? And so everything within the world, John says, fits into the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Yep. Everything that we will ever struggle with, mm-hmm. it will fall into one of those categories. Mm-hmm. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, or the pride of life. So when you begin loving the world, you initiate a vicious cycle in your life, and a love for the world begets a love for the things in the world which inhabits or mm-hmm. increases and enhances mm-hmm. a love for the world which in turn creates more of a love mm-hmm. for the things of the world. You see that mm-hmm. that vicious cycle mm-hmm. that never ends, okay? And what, what, what John is saying is just stop loving the world. It's exactly. systems. Yep. It's, I, they're anti-Christ. Yep. They're anti-Christ. And this worldly system has one objective, and it wants to transform the desires of my carnal man into full-blown lust. Mm-hmm. Talking about, just to zoom out for a minute, we're talking about the Antichrist. If you just skip to the middle of this episode, <laughs> you should never do that because it's dangerous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go back to the start. Yes. Um, when you look at the topic of the antichrist through this lens it almost seems like i could be the antichrist well i hate to just say that right here at this table if that makes you guys uncomfortable then no more thunder left hashtag stolen thunder all right there it is cue the end music is it not there it is is it not okay this will become more increasingly evident as we as we navigate through this path our our listeners get it though right You're, you're saying this stuff and it's like Oof, that's me. Yeah, that's me. 
And that is what, you know, if, if we're not careful, we'll make it all about the man. Yeah. Which is the Antichrist. And the 666 and the... Right. And we yeah. fail to embrace the fact that there are many Antichrists. Mm. And they're here today. Mm-hmm. And there's one guy that I wrestle with more than any Ooh. other. <laughs> and it's this guy right here. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. For those of you that are just listening, I was pointing at myself. <laughs> no, he was actually pointing across the table at the Pretty sure. co-host. <laughs> okay, so let's let's since how you've you've brought that, let's go to the the actual face of the Antichrist. First mm-hmm. John two eighteen in the Amplified. Now let's read it in that in that translation. Okay. Boys, lads, it is the last hour. The last time, excuse me, hour at the end of this age. And as if you have heard that the Antichrist, he who will oppose Christ in the guise of Christ. Now there is the definition of the Antichrist. He who will oppose Christ Mm -hmm. in the guise of Christ. Mm -hmm. So in other words, he he looks like Christ, Mm -hmm. but his objective is to oppose Christ. Okay, so here's where it dials in a little tighter. You're exactly right. There are antichrists in every apostolic church. There are antichrists mm-hmm. in amongst the disciples. Mm-hmm. There are antichrist tendencies that are in me. They come to me mm-hmm. looking like Christ mm-hmm. in the guise of Christ but they come to oppose Christ. Hmm. You really don't need to pray yes. tonight. You don't need to be at prayer meeting. You don't you don't really need to give like that. You don't <clears throat> You don't have to dress like that. You don't have to do that. Comes looking like Christ hmm. to oppose Christ. That is and I, now I've I've said this in discussion. You guys have heard me refer, reference this uh, to our church, when you get reading about the Antichrist, whatever you, whatever your position is on who that will be and whether that's a futuristic man or what, whatever, I'm just if if, if he's out there, mm-hmm. he's coming and he's going to be working miracles. He's going to be performing miracles. He's going to be bringing peace. Who does that look like? Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like the devil. Yeah. Who does that look like to you? It looks like Jesus Christ. He comes in the guise of a redeemer, a peacemaker, a miracle worker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is he's coming to overthrow Christ. Wow. And so as a church, we have to pray, going back to that scripture that, that we read just a few moments ago, that we have an unction from the Holy One, mm-hmm. that we're not thrown off track by the guise. Yes of an antichrist that looks like Christ. Okay. Hmm. He Everybody's is looking in the mirror right now, looking at their foreheads. Yeah. <laughs> he is coming, he goes on to say, and even now, many antichrists have, have arisen. So arisen. there appears to be more than one. Right. <laughs> right. Which confirms our belief that it is the final, the end time. 
So if we've ever needed to be cautious about being fooled by appearances, hmm. boy, mm-hmm. is that not today? Yeah. Our appearances. Okay. So Daniel chapter 7 and verse 25 and he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. Right. So you got to put that in there in this discussion. Again, that's not where we're hanging out today, but this is where the uh, idea of the seven years tribulation emerges. Mm-hmm. And this is Daniel referring to the man of sin. Okay. Mm-hmm. But 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 3, which is really what we are wanting to talk about today, mm-hmm. says, Let no man deceive you by any means. Go ahead. For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who yes. opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is, sorry, double-sided page here, worshipped, so that he is God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. There it is. The mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. So that right there to me when I read that, it's like he was telling them at that time, I've told you about this stuff. Yep. That it's going to happen. But don't sleep on it. It's already here, right? <laughs> exactly. Is that not it? And it's so pertinent for us right now. So, yeah, we've talked about, you know, you've read a book about the Antichrist. What's the guy who wrote uh, Left Behind? Jerry. Jerry uh, B. Jenkins? Yeah. Yeah. But it, yet, that might be cool someday, but what about right now? There's already stuff happening. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, and we can become so focused on finding the man, mm. Antichrist, that we that we overlook the spirit of the Antichrist Boom, there that is, is yeah. already at work. Yeah. So in the same way that John the Baptist foran Jesus Christ, there are forerunners to the Antichrist. Hmm. And they're already here. Interesting. And they're at work. Mm-hmm. And it's iniquity. It's that spirit what? of lawlessness hmm. that is already at work. And if we fail to, to pick up on the spirit of iniquity, we will fail to detect the, the man of sin. Hmm. Okay? We've got to be able to deal. What is going on with Pastor this morning? Why is he going after that this morning? Yeah. He's going after the Antichrist. That's right. That's right. <laughs> He's, 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 he's trying to make sure that the Antichrist has not snuck in amongst us. Hmm. Hmm. If he's here, we want him gone because he went out from us because he was not of us. All right? So there is a mystery of iniquity hmm. that is at work. Already. Mm-hmm. Already. Mm-hmm. It's here today. It affects me. It affects you. It affects every youth group. It affects, it affects old and young alike. It is here. Mm-hmm. And we need to keep as much of an eye on the spirit of iniquity as we do the man of sin. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
How many generations have come and gone that may or may not have, again, depending on who you feel the man of sin is, mm-hmm. all right? Right. The Spirit's still there. But the Spirit, That's every true. generation has, has, has had to contend with an Antichrist spirit. Every church, every apostolic church will be built in opposition to the Antichrist. You'll have to resist it. Okay? Jesus gives an interesting parable in uh, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven... Many will say to me in that day. So it's not just saying it's doing. You get that, right? Yeah. It's not just saying, Lord, Lord, but it's doing doing the will of my Father. Okay? That's right. So many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils. And in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Mm. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So here we have, again, they come in the guise of Christ Mm -hmm. to resist Christ. Mm -hmm. So they're coming in the uniform of Jesus Christ. They're healing the sick. They're casting out devils. Hmm. But they work iniquity. Okay? Wow. Mm -hmm. So he says, get out. I don't know you. Again, going back to what John said. They went out from us because they were right. not of us. Right. Get out. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many people you healed. I don't care how many people you delivered. You are a worker of iniquity. You are the Antichrist. Get out. In the same way that the man in that day will heal the sick, raise the dead, perform miracles, signs, mm-hmm. wonders. They're lying wonders. And the spirit is at work already. All right? Then he goes on to say, Therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. Mm. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them shall be likened unto a foolish man, Doeth them not, excuse me, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. <laughs> great was the fall of it. So the wise man built his house upon a rock. That All of that context is talking about iniquity and end times and all that kind of stuff. Yes, that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what he gave the parable to expand yeah. about. Hmm. Okay, this is what you're running around saying that you've prophesied in my name, you've yep. done this in my name, yep. all right? And I'm telling you, get out. Mm-hmm. I don't know who you are. Hmm. A wise man, he hears and do does. Mm-hmm. Do's. He hears and do's. Do's and He's a hearer and a doozer. <laughs> okay, he heareth and doeth these words of mine. He's building on a rock. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interestingly enough, the sifting process is a storm. Mm-hmm. The storm is what reveals whether you're just a hearer or whether you are a doer. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. The storm is the sifter. 
And so in this last day, as storms arise, and have we had them? There is a sifting. There is a falling away. Why? Because we are contending with the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. We are contending with an Antichrist spirit. I'm going to say it again. Every apostolic church, every God-called anointed man of right. God is raising a bastion against the onslaught of what looks like Christ but is not Christ. Hmm. If we've ever needed to be spirit-led, try the spirits to see if they be of God or not. Again, we need an unction from the Holy One. Mm-hmm. And by this, we know all things. Hmm. Now, Romans chapter 16 and verse 17. I appeal to you, brethren, to be on your guard concerning those who create dissensions and difficulties and cause divisions in opposition to the doctrine, the teaching which you have been taught. I warn you to turn aside from them to avoid them. For such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites and base desires. And by ingratiating or ingratiating and flattering speech, I mean, it's supposed to be a good thing, but that sounds like a bad word. Yeah. (laughs) They beguile the hearts of the unsuspecting and simple-minded people. The Antichrist spirit is a divisive, deceptive, deviant spirit that will make its way into the pews. I'm just telling you, it's there. It's in my church. It's in everybody's church. It's in each of us. And we have got to hold guard against that Antichrist spirit. And when we find it, we've got to separate ourselves from it. That's not us. Get out. And the the easiest thing to do is what it's somebody else. But really where that gets dicey is when you have to look at yourself and say, I'm not going to think that way no more. Mm. Mm. That is an antichrist thought. Mm -hmm. It's a wrong spirit. That's a wrong spirit. Mm. Okay? Mm. It's great to think that you'll have the ability to look at the man of sin. Well, yeah. And say, I will not worship mm. you. I will not take your number or bow down to you. Yeah. No, it's going to feel familiar. Uh, yeah, but you'll never do it if you can't look yourself in the eye right now yeah. mm-hmm. and say, not so. Hmm. Okay? So they went out from us because they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not of us. This is the Last Supper. This is a disciple, one of the twelve. This is Judas Iscariot. All right. Okay. He saw Jesus break the bread. He saw Jesus raise the dead. He saw Jesus open blinded eyes. He was identified as one of them. He is masquerading Mm -hmm. as one of them. Mm -hmm. He is one of the boys. Listen, he even survived a sifting process 
When 70 walked away, he didn't. He didn't. Mm -hmm. But what we understand is that Satan entered him. So he stopped looking in the mirror and yes, he did. saying, don't think that. Yes. Yeah. He stopped controlling that side of himself. Mm-hmm. And so think of the irony of this. He was a follower of Christ, but he was anti-Christ. Oof. <laughs> yeah, you don't contrast. Come on, like man. He's getting stingy with his Bible bombs. Yeah, he is. He's holding back. Yeah. He's holding back. A was, follower of was, Christ. Either that or distracted. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> is that not an ironic thing? It is, man. It's isn't what isn't that what the Antichrist is? Looking like, but against. Right. Mm-hmm. The there were long before he took the bait, there were antichrist thoughts rattling around inside of Judas's head. Mm-hmm. If I do this, this will happen. And I, here's a system and I can work it and I have access. And, mm. and I really don't believe that he initially wanted to kill Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think it was a part of monopolizing the supernatural. Yeah, or maybe it starts with good intentions, you know, and this is the absence of scripture here, but it starts with maybe the good intentions of he's, going to help Jesus set his kingdom up. So he's looking for every financial opportunity. Sure. Right? Because he was the guy who held the purse. Right. Even when he was good, right? Right. Before he turned bad, if you want to use that lingo. Right. Watch those guys. Yeah, you got to watch the bean counters. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Are you good today? (laughs) Okay, but here's here's another one, Peter. Peter was just as resistant to yes. the will of God, which was ultimately Calvary. And, and so he was grappling just like Judas was with the fact that this kingdom is not going to be set up exactly how I think it should be set up. Yeah, in fact, it looks like Peter had the more candid confrontation with Jesus. Well, yeah. Like, I don't see where Jesus ever called Judas Satan. No, he called him friend, actually. <laughs> So, yeah, it's... Uh, but there's, there's the, the takeaway being this. You can be close to Jesus and still have antichrist tendencies, antichrist thoughts. I don't care how much you pray fast, how long you've worked, lived for God, how, how good of a relationship you have with your pastor. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how much God's anointed you, put his hand on you, given you purpose. You have always got to be on guard. Whoa, that's antichrist thinking. That's mm-hmm. that's against the purpose of God. Mm-hmm. Get thee behind me, Satan. Oh, that was like cold water in the face <gasps> to Peter and to everyone else. Right? It's like, whoa, he just called Peter Satan. Right. <laughs> right. So, how do we deal with these these thoughts that that arise? I, I think Paul has an interesting. Uh, take on this if you look at Second Corinthians chapter ten. Now, Paul. Now, I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent and bold toward you, 
But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence wherewith I think to be bold against some which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the Mm. flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Yes. Casting down imaginations. Whoa, here we go. So he starts breaking it down. Mm -hmm. Casting down imaginations. Now listen. We've used that. We've all used it. I've preached it. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. And and so we pray and we shout and we 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 holler hallelujah and we we bring down the walls and we okay and all of that's applicable. But I want you to notice the first thing he addressed mm-hmm. was imagination. Yeah, it's not a devil in a pitchfork. <laughs> well, <laughs> cast it down. Yes, man. <laughs> okay. Imagination. Read on. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringeth oh. into captivity every thought to the obedience. So we have imaginations, high things that exalt itself against the knowledge. So that's mental. Yep. And thoughts. And thoughts. The battlegrounds between <sighs> your ears. Boys. It's me. The Antichrist That's... playground is between your ears. The Antichrist is in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make a good song. Well, there you go. Here you go. He is setting himself up in the temple. <laughs> oh. oh. We might there be we go. We might be, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. does the Antichrist live? He's in your brain, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many people that have gotten sideways with, with God, it really started with an imagination? You know it. It can be an imagination that God doesn't love them, an imagination that God won't forgive them, an imagination that a pastor doesn't love them, an imagination that their wife doesn't love them, an imagination that the husband's not being faithful to them. An imagina- This goes back to what... Uh- Adam and Carissa from Dear Young Married Couple talked to us about on our church psychology episode, right? Yes. Thought patterns. Yes. Identifying when you're in a negative thought pattern and saying, what? what's going on with my brain right now? Right. This is anti-Christ. You got to fix it before it... Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 and to, to keep it in the context of today's discussion... You'll miss the man if you can't if you can't hone in on that. Mm-hmm. So I have I've I've preached to people and God has increased faith, and 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 they've caught me on the way out of the church service with a but you know, and I'm like no no but I don't know. God just God just said this. This is the will of God. You just told me you heard from God, so you have to take the whole but you know thing. Mm-hmm. and bring it into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You can't allow that thing to mm-hmm. get higher than the knowledge of God. You know God loves you. Mm-hmm. You just heard it. Mm-hmm. You know the church loves you. You just heard it. So now it is up to you to confront the Antichrist, dethrone him, mm-hmm. and bring that into captivity. Yeah, when Paul writes in 2 Corinthians, I mean, you're talking about a guy who has quite a pedigree. Does he ever? And he puts this on the reader to say, hey, 
you're going to have to cast down your imaginations. Yes. I'm not going to do that for you. <laughs> right? Well, okay, What? think of it in this context. Revelation comes through preaching. Faith comes by hearing. Mm -hmm. That's knowledge. Mm -hmm. You are being given knowledge. Mm -hmm. So that's all I can do as a man of God is give you knowledge. Yep. This is what God's word is. This is the principles of the word of God. And I'm trying to hand you knowledge. Mm -hmm. The moment that it gets between your imagination and the knowledge of God, mm -hmm. that's your battle and your battle alone. I can't cast your imagination out. You have to cast it down. Hmm. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. And I have a great idea of who the Antichrist is. Yeah. So can you imagine going from walking face to face with God to being possessed of a devil? Hmm. Pretty crazy thought. Mm -hmm. So, as we as we as we come to a close here, mm -hmm. we've 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 got to stay submitted, man. Mm. We got to adjust. Is is the war not being waged over our minds? Yeah, and, and always. And <clears throat> let's let's be real. That's what we're trying to do with this podcast. Yeah, it's knowledge. We're trying to equip mm -hmm. you so that as you're going about your day to day activity, listening to this right now, that you get a weapon in your hand that's not carnal, and you pull down that thinking that is antichrist. How come God healed this one and didn't heal that one? How come I'm not blessed like this one's blessed? How come, mm -hmm. how come, mm -hmm. how come, how come, how come? And it's and it's it's all mind games. Mm -hmm. And really that is where the Antichrist wreaks the greatest havoc. And if I can keep my mind right, I don't have to worry about the man of sin. But if I don't keep my mind right, I'll follow the man of sin. Because the moment that he begins performing signs and wonders, that's what I'm after. Oh, man. And I'll yeah. embrace him because he comes in the guise of Christ. Mm -hmm. But he's resisting Christ. Mm -hmm. Okay? He gives an 11th commandment in the 24th chapter of Matthew. Mm -hmm. We always talk about the 10. Mm -hmm. But I want, us to, I want us to see the additional one. And in the 10th verse, he says that many are going to be offended. Yep. And shall betray one another. Uh, mm -hmm. And shall hate one yes, another. Yes. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Wow. But he that shall endure unto the end. The same shall be saved. The same shall be saved. That 11th commandment is that we love one another. And we do that by quenching that iniquity, that lawlessness. Mm -hmm. 
the Antichrist spirit. I want to leave you with a story, and we're going we're gonna to close with this, but the story is about Leonardo da Vinci's painting of the Last Supper. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure mm-hmm. you've seen it. It was mm-hmm. back to your age-old Yeah, Jesus request. walked into the restaurant, yeah. and he said, I need a table for 26, and I want 13 chairs on one side. Yep. And that's all I need. And then they brought the photographer in, and that was that. Yeah. I've actually seen the original. Just just trying to flex on you here. The original painting of, by Leonardo, yeah. Leonardo da Vinci yeah. or the original Last Supper? The, the original painting. Oh, okay. Anyways, okay. Anyways, we'll move on. So he painted it over a period of years. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And and he would go and and search for an individual to come in that he thought best represented the disciple mm-hmm. or Jesus mm-hmm. that he was painting at that time, ask him to sit there, and he would paint that individual in. Cool. So he started with Jesus, and gotcha. he went and, and got a man by the name of Peter Bantanelli, mm-hmm. and he hires him to sit in for the painting of Jesus in the Last Supper. And it was years later, he'd been through all of the other disciples, had, had hired out Mm-hmm. Different people to come in and sit in for Peter and Thomas and Bartholomew and Nathaniel. Okay. And the and the one that was the last one to be painted in was Judas. So he goes out on the street and he's trying to find a man that will that will accurately represent what he's trying to capture in who Judas is. Mm-hmm. And he sees a beggar on the street corner. And he's asked him to come in, and the guy sits down, and he begins the process. It's your guy, yep. A painting. As he's coming to a conclusion, they're chatting a bit, and he asks the man, what's your name? And he said, I am Peter Bantanelli. (laughs) (laughs) I am the one that you used a few years ago to sit in for Jesus. So the mm-hmm. takeaway is this. There's a little Jesus in all of us, but there's also a little Antichrist in all of us. Mm-hmm. There's a little Judas in every one of us. And so we need to make, our, make up our mind that we're not just going to shove the conflict of the Antichrist down the proverbial timeline mm-hmm. of church events mm. to, well, my pastor will let me know when the Antichrist arises on the scene. It's not Trump. It's... Mm-hmm. It's whoever it is. Oh, there he is. Okay. Draw a circle around him and don't listen to him and ignore him. Uh, no, not so much. The Antichrist conflict is alive and well, and we need to fight it every day. <laughs>